Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Anti-Pharmacist Podcast. So it was my birthday yesterday and I had a lot of wishes, you know, from friends and family. It was a very great day. I'm still, you know, basking in the euphoria, even till now. So I want to say thank you very much to everyone that wished me, you know, posts, messages, gifts, prayers. I thank you very much and I love you all. So on today's episode of the Anti-Pharmacist Podcast, I'll be talking about um, a particular topic that you might not expect, but I believe that it's important that we talk about it. And that is the control medications. I want to tell you why the force about control medications in Nigeria. Why do we always insist that you bring a prescription to the pharmacy when you want to get some particular medications? So I want to break it down for you today what over-the-counter medications are and what controlled medications or otherwise known as prescription only medications are so that you don't fight your pharmacist all the time when he or she insists that you get a doctor's prescription before they can dispense particular medications to you so let's get right into it Well, you might have walked into a pharmacy at one point in time where you just asked for a particular medication and this pharmacist insists that you get a prescription before getting it. I've had a lot of patients come in, you know, to demand for prescription-only medications over the counter. And I feel like, well, it's because they are not aware. And that is why I'm making this podcast. So that you can know the difference between prescription only medications controlled substances and over-the-counter medications the major focus of this podcast this morning is the controlled substances the controlled medications there's a reason for it and that's what i'm telling you today so prescription only medications are medications that you can only get after you have tendered a doctor's prescription that is it's only a doctor that has the right to write it down for you you have to present a duly written prescription by a qualified medical doctor signed and dated appropriately even this prescription has to be written appropriately before it can be honored at the pharmacy so a few definitions all right over-the-counter medications are medications that you can just walk into a pharmacy and get they usually do not require any prescription and most of them are pain medications. They are your NSAIDs, they are your paracetamol, you know, antihistamines, medications that you can just get without having to visit a doctor first, all right? You can self-diagnose, maybe you have a pain somewhere, you have a headache, you can walk into the pharmacy and demand for these medications. No pharmacist will ask you for anything. They might ask you a few questions to know the appropriate ones to give you. You know, if you walk into the pharmacy and ask for a pain med, they might go further to ask if you have ulcer or not, because you may not know which one will be suitable for you to use. Do you understand? That's about over-the-counter medications. They are easily gotten, no need for doctor's prescription. But prescription-only medications are medications that you cannot get, that should not be dispensed unless you have tendered a duly written, signed, and dated properly written prescription by a qualified medical doctor 
Now, prescription-only medications are divided into two. There is the controlled substances and those that are not controlled. Controlled medications are ones that, of course, they have to be prescribed by a medical doctor, but even the dispensing is controlled. It's not dispensed anyhow. Even a doctor cannot prescribe a whole sachet of diazepam to you. You cannot bring a prescription in which the pharmacist has to dispense about five sachets of diazepam to you. No pharmacist will all know that because it's a controlled substance. It's not supposed to be in abundance with the patient. You are supposed to get the exact number you need for the exact number of days. So also some other drugs like Odamol and some injectables like pentasozin. You're only supposed to get what the doctor has prescribed for you. That's why you see pharmacists taking scissors and cutting some tablets out of sachets. And you'll be wondering that what are these people doing? It's because they are controlled substances. It is different from other prescription medications like antihypertensives, antidiabetics. Of course, they are prescribed, you know, drugs for heart failure because it's only people that have these conditions that can use them. Nobody just walks in and starts getting this medication unless they have seen a doctor first. Only in rare cases will a pharmacist recommend them without the patient seeing a doctor. So in those cases, if you need it for seven days, for example, we can give you a sachet because the sachet maybe contains 14 you can have some left at home. But for controlled substances, you get the exact number of tablets you need for the exact number of days. So don't let it surprise you when you see pharmacists taking scissors out to cut drugs in that regard. Now, I've had altercations with a lot of patients concerning this prescription-only controlled medications. They come in thinking that I'm the enemy because I don't want to dispense to them without a doctor's prescription. But it is because these medications have abuse dependence they have potential to be abused and some patients do not even know it they get so addicted to it that once a doctor prescribes it to them for example let's take for example diazepam the common one that they call valium 5 a doctor says that okay this patient has insomnia cannot sleep maybe it's this patient has elevated blood pressure they have to bring it down and they gave this diazepam as an adjunct not a blood pressure medication this time an adjunct to actually help the patient relax since it's an hypnotic right now for a number of days say five days every night the patient finishes this medication says that oh they slept so well and when they check their bp next time it was well controlled now they go behind the doctor's back going to pharmacies to want to buy this medication to start using with their other medications this is wrong I've had a lot of problems with patients concerning this. It is not done anywhere. Use it for the number of days the doctor has told you. Continue your normal meds. Do lifestyle modification and you sleep normally. You'll be fine. Your insomnia will be gone. Not that you now have to keep taking it. Although I don't blame some patients. Some actually do not know. They actually think that it is something they have to keep refilling each time it finishes. Which is why I would advise medical doctors, my colleagues in the healthcare profession, to educate their patients so that they don't get to the pharmacy and start fighting pharmacists. Tell them, this medication I'm prescribing to you, take it to the pharmacy, you are using it for a number of days, after which you do not need it anymore. So that the pharmacist will stop, you know, explaining and explaining and explaining. Then, when they bring prescriptions to the pharmacy, 
if it's a controlled substance you are supposed to drop that prescription because we have documentation system in which that prescription must appear we must take it from you because we want to prevent you from taking it elsewhere to get it again it's the law in nigeria i'll still talk about pharmacy laws later on this podcast and you would understand better the aim of this podcast is to make patients and pharmacists be on the same page so that we understand each other to solve issues that cause a lot of altercations and misunderstanding in the healthcare space and this is why i'm bringing this one to you today now i've talked about control substances and i've done a lot of explanations i hope you understood up to this point now i will let you know why the substances are controlled in the first place i've told you that they have abuse potentials but what they actually cause is addiction so i'll be defining what addiction is and i'll be telling you the categories of drugs that are in this class that are controlled according to american society of addiction medicine addiction is a primary chronic disease of brain reward motivation memory and related circuitry dysfunction in this circuit leads to characteristic biological physiological social and spiritual manifestations and it is reflected in an individual pathologically pursuing reward or relief by substance use and other behaviors addiction though is now termed to use disorders and it is characterized by inability to consistently abstain craving the drug impairment in behavioral control diminished ability to recognize significant problems with one's behavior and interpersonal relationships and a dysfunctional emotional response it is like a chronic disease and it involves cycles of relapse and remission so without treatment or engagement in recovery activities addiction is progressive and can result in disability or premature death so people that use these particular things they have this craving for it you know after they are addicted they want to always have it if they don't they show some behavioral malfunction manifestations and they have withdrawal symptoms that they are not okay if they don't take this medication this is not how to live and like i said in a previous episode crack cocaine are not the only things people can get addicted to you can get addicted to as simple as pain meds if care is not taken let me quickly go over the five characteristics of addiction again number one is craving for drug or reward you want that drug no matter what number two is diminished recognition of significant problems in one's behavior you now get aggressive when you come to the pharmacy and the pharmacist is insisting on a prescription you get defensive and you don't even know that what you are doing is wrong number three is dysfunctional emotional response four is impairment in behavioral control and five is inability to consistently abstain if even if you go without it for a few days you find all means to get it again control substances are divided into five schedules according to the national drug enforcement agency in the u.s you know like i said u.s is the standard for most of these things this include schedule one which are drugs that possess the highest potential for use disorder and misuse they have no medical use and they are illicit or street drugs examples are heroin lsd mescaline mdma and the rest of them marijuana also well now it is legal in some states in the u.s but not in nigeria yet so it's still an illicit drug in nigeria schedule 2 includes drugs that have reduced potential for use disorder than the schedule 1 although they have 
high risk for both physical and psychological dependence and they have high capacity for both use disorder and misuse but they are typically prescribed to treat severe pain anxiety insomnia and adhd which is attention deficit hyperkinetic disorders like fentanyl methadone morphine phenobarbital pentobarbital dextroamphetamine those are examples and no refills are allowed for these schedule two drugs schedule three they have lower misuse potential than schedules one and two they also can cause physical dependence but they more commonly lead to psychological dependence and the medications in this category are often used for pain control or anesthesia or for appetite suppression examples are ketamine and anabolic steroids you know i talked about anabolic steroids a few episodes back how they can become addictive due to abuse this is it they are in schedule three and opioid analgesics are also in this schedule the likes of codeine tramadol pentasozine they are in this class and a lot of people even in nigeria now they are addicted to these medications some even come in you know with fake prescriptions i've caught like two people like that i must tell you the truth they impersonate doctors that which is why doctors have to be extra careful a while back on my whatsapp status i posted asking doctors on my timeline how they control prescription pass in their premises because i saw a lot of people coming with prescription impersonating doctors you know i see names of different doctors from the same person with the same writing they come in to take these medications and they use it on themselves some buy needles and syringes to inject themselves that is addiction and the thing is even when they were caught and i confronted them these people kept coming back imagine so you see what i talked about psychological dependence change in behavior a normal person will not come back to that place because of course they've been caught but no they still come back and prove that no they were not lying or stuff like that it's so sad it's better to not get addicted to these things because when it starts you may not even have control over it now to schedule four drugs they have lower misuse potentials than the previous schedules that i've mentioned they have limited risk of physical or psychological dependence all right but still they can cause addiction mostly the drugs in this class are utilized for pain control as long as the healthcare provider deems the drug medically necessary and the benefit of taking the drug outweighs the risk all right examples are your diazepam clonazepam lorazepam tramadol you know they are in this class refills are permitted up to five times in a six month time frame from the insurance state these are laws according to the u.s and mostly like i told you nigeria adopts this law all right and schedule five the last schedule contains drugs that are least likely to be misused they result in limited physical or psychological dependence an example include cough medicines that contain codeine anti-diarrhea medications that contain atropine pregabalin and Despite their low abuse potential, they still need to be managed appropriately and administered with care. When they contain codeine, it must be less than 200 mg of codeine in 100 mils. Now, let's talk about this codeine thing. A lot of guys come in for all these cough syrups. They'll be asking for ones with codeine, but thankfully in Nigeria, they have been banned. Although I am very aware that some people still sell them illegally. How they get them, I really don't know. 
another is working day and night because of these kinds of people because they are creating problems in the society abuse dependence everywhere young guys being addicted to you know cough syrups because of codeine and now i noticed the pattern that guys are switching to cough syrups containing diphenhydramine diphenhydramine is an antihistamine but it has a side effect of causing drowsiness like serious level of drowsiness something similar to what coding causes and this is what these guys are capitalizing on now they come in asking for codoline 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 i'm like does codoline contain codeine so i came across a term called prescriber shopping you know like i said earlier this abuse dependence makes these people you know aggressive they just want the drug at any cost so they do something called prescriber shopping they already know the kind of symptoms they should list in order to get these drugs so they go from doctor to doctor presenting different kinds of complaints just so that they prescribe these particular medications to them they go over and over again either to the same doctor or different doctors so doctors themselves have to be extra careful because this patient might just be lying about their symptoms just to get the prescription of these medications from them that's why psychology is part of it's part of medicine it's another episode i'll be bringing on this podcast how psychology and medicine relates so a lot of patients they are so desperate for it that they come up with fictitious signs and symptoms complaints just so that the doctor will prescribe this thing to them so we as healthcare professionals we have to be very careful and again i want to reiterate and you know emphasize that we are not being wicked by not giving these medications out i've told you the different things that they cause they increase crime rates in the society go look at other societies where people take these things at will the rate of crimes there are so high it is not what we should bring into this country with the rate of the problems that we already have here that is why when you go to your pharmacist and they are insisting on a prescription it's for your own good it's so that you don't live your life dependent on a drug and you know become an addict for what these are things that is it insomnia you have there are things that can be corrected naturally if you need the medication use it for a limited time then stop it you should be weaned off it and do it naturally if it's to suppress your appetite there are fiber rich foods to do that if it's to build muscles we've talked about ways that you can do them elderly abuse of drug is not good for your body a lot of problems it causes number one is organ damage apart from other things that we've mentioned earlier so please don't see us as your enemies when we insist that you bring a prescription for your medications it's for your own good and we explain to you how to use it and for the number of days these things have limited use limited days that you should use them they are not to be used indefinitely they are not your over-the-counter medications even over-the-counter medications are not to be used indefinitely because every single drug has a side effect no matter how beneficial that drug is and the side effect has you know it impacts on the body system on the organs so we are here to help you it's for your own health so this is the first about controlled medications so let me conclude by this review that was done of multiple studies to demonstrate ways by which individuals obtain these prescription medications, these control substances. The survey showed that 
you know get from friends or relatives these are not you know medications to share don't say that ah this v5 this valium my doctor prescribed it to me when i couldn't sleep oh yeah my friend take it this your friend can get addicted to it like i said you should only get under normal circumstances you should only get the number of drugs you need for that period if your doctor prescribed it for three days you should only get three tablets so you should not even have any left to give to your friend 20 percent comes from prescribers like i said a lot of these people they are so notorious that they do prescriber shopping they go from doctor to doctor coming up with fake symptoms just to get this medication so doctors have to be on their toes they have to be very vigilant 10% were purchased from friends or relatives like purchased used money to buy imagine now this is going to the level of the schedule one controlled medications like the cocaine like the marijuana they purchase them of course 5% stolen percent purchased from a drug dealer 2% from multiple doctors the prescriber shopping I talked about and 1% from theft from medical practice or pharmacy of course people come into pharmacies to steal but thanks be to god thank god that here in nigeria these medications are kept in separate places that nobody should access not just anybody can just pick it and, and steal it but then again we are pharmacy staff and you know they could just be friends of some of these people that are addicted i'm just talking i'm just saying in reality so it could happen and we as healthcare professionals too it's our duty to safeguard the health of our family of our patients so it's not right to take these medications oh because i have access to it and i'm a pharmacist now i can give it to my friend that has insomnia and you know to just use like that each time they can't sleep let me just take two or three that is wrong or myself as a pharmacist i can't sleep i know that this is an hypnotic you are abusing the medication yourself so i'm not just talking to patients here i'm talking generally to all of us and less than one percent obtained from the internet so this is what this survey you know shows and this study also reveals that the source of the majority of these drugs was a single legal prescriber that is why prescribers the medical doctors have to be extra careful some of these patients just use you to abuse these medications of course as long as they come to the pharmacy presenting a legitimate prescription the pharmacist is bound by law to, to dispense so a lot of people come in, yes, it's my doctor that prescribed it. Some just call their doctor friend on the phone. Ah, my friend, I can't sleep. Oh, yeah, now let me write a prescription for so, so, so. And they being the friend now, not in the professional capacity. Because if they use their professional judgment, they should know that this is wrong. But okay, it's my friend now and he needs the five. Even though I'm not his doctor, but because I'm a doctor and he's my friend. Oh, yeah, write the prescription of that's the pump for me and you write it for your friend just to take it it is wrong these things there are reasons for it abuse dependence is no joke when you see an addicted person you not pray to be like them so please my people let us be cautious let us use medications with wisdom medications are foreign substances in the first place god has designed our bodies in a certain way medications are meant to correct pathological conditions you should not use them when you are not sick you should not use them when you do not need them they have effects i keep saying it again and again so this is why there's a force on controlled medications in nigeria and it's not just in nigeria you see it's all over the world medications 
are being controlled all over the world, especially ones that are dangerous to your health. These controlled medications I talked about today have abuse potentials. You should not use them anyhow. Please, please, and please, when you have any abnormal, you know, condition, any medical condition, see your doctor. Doctors are professionals. They know what to prescribe to you. Don't start telling your doctor that, I think what I need now is, it's like Zotano. I've not been able to sleep. Or I was given one time like that and I slept there. Please prescribe it for me. I even trust our doctors. They cannot be influenced by patients that way. Because they do not go to medical school to be directed by patients what they should prescribe. So please, my people, let's be careful about our use of medications. Controlled substances are not a joke. And I've explained to you today on this podcast why the force, why we tell you to bring your prescription each time and why we keep this prescription after we have dispensed to you. Please, no vaccine. Let's follow the rules. It's all for our own good. And that is the end of today's episode on Anti-Pharmacist Podcast. Thank you so much for following up till now. Thank you so much. We are encouraged to continue to bring you medications information from a trusted source. Please follow us on Instagram. Also, make your comments, ask your questions as usual. Contact us via email at antipharmacistpodcast at gmail.com. And another addition, now you can follow us on Twitter. Oh, it's now called X. You can follow Antipharmacist Podcast on X. You see Antipharmacist at Farm Podcaster. Please do follow us. We plan to put posts also on Twitter. You know, this podcast has to get everywhere because everybody needs medication information. Till next time, stay healthy. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your week.